Okay. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? I don't understand the reference. Uh, it's a it's a Green Day song. Uh, question. Shoot. Have you heard of this of this thing called Chainsaw Man? I I vaguely have heard. I've seen memes of it, but I've never actually okay. seen it. Okay. Uh, are you curious? Slightly. Okay, um, so Chainsaw Man is a manga, which means it's a comic book that is about to be turned into an anime. The anime is going to start coming out in October. Okay. Dude, I have never seen so much hype besides a property that has not yet been adapted like this. Okay, so it's a manga, which means that it's going to be turned into an anime. The anime is not going to come out until October, but this thing has been doing fucking numbers um, for like the past year, year and a half, two years. Okay. I have gone to conventions and I've seen people dressed up as characters from this thing and the show's not even out. That doesn't happen. That's not normal. Okay. That would be like in 2010 or like in 2005, seeing, seeing people dress as the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that makes no sense. Like, why is this thing that's supposed to be super obscure incredibly popular right now? And it's at least popular in my circles, and it's being, like, being fed to, like, the outside. So I have this theory that when this anime drops, like, around October, it's going to be fucking impossible to avoid, and everyone and their mothers are going, are going to either watch it or at least be ready to have an opinion on it. So okay. are you curious now? Sure, fuck it. I'm down to watch it. I, I, I need to finish fucking my hero. Academia. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be mad if you dropped my hero to watch this. But I, I really like my hero. It's just not having the fucking time. But I am down to watch it. Whenever it comes up, I'm fucking down to watch it, dude. It is. I think it's bound to become like a new classic. It. I just finished reading the manga last weekend. Hmm. I read. It's like 90, 90, 90 something chapters. And Jesus Christ, it's so violent and bloody and gory and at, yet at the same time so philosophical and smart and weird and unique and weirdly accessible. Like, it's cool. Like, it starts cool. It ends amazing. Okay? <laughs> so... And uh, the studio that's going to be adapting it, uh, they're called MAPPA. They've done, like, the last season of Jujutsu Kaisen, the last season of Attack on Titan. They've done really great things in the past few years. So I think they have a hit in their hands. So anyone who's into, like, the has has one ear in the, in the anime community, you know what I'm talking about. Everyone else, be ready. Because when that shit drops, I can guarantee you, Guarantee you, you're gonna see people dress up. I can guarantee you, it's gonna be a big thing. Well, it's called Chainsaw Man. Is there like Chainsaw a video? Man. Is there a video game? No, I'm thinking of something else. No, I'm thinking. I think of something else. Chainsaw yeah. Man. The, it's a guy that literally turns into a guy with like chainsaws on his hands and his head. Like the image alone is metal as fuck. What the fuck? Okay. But you say it's violent. Yes. 
It but looks, in a very creative way. It looks really cool. It looks so bloody. Jeez. Yeah. What is this that meme that I've seen where it's like everyone's trying to get with this guy, but it's like a demon, an angel, and like some girl? There's a demon, there's an angel, there's a girl. Not no one wants to get with this guy. Oh. No, I've seen I've seen memes of this. I just I've never actually bothered, like I've never dove into it. Yeah. Well, okay. I I recommend when it comes the first episode comes out in October. I recommend you just give it a watch just to see, just to see if it's your kind of thing. Because right now, Jesus, I just finished it and I'm I'm hyped. I'm so hyped. The trailer just came out and it looks incredible. You said it comes out in October. Yeah. Is it like a set amount though? Is it kind of like uh, like Kumail Alchemist where it's going to have like sixty episodes, sixty six episodes or something? They haven't said. They haven't said how many, but um, we'll see. I'll let you know as, most, as more info comes out. I, I just know it's going to come out in October. They haven't said how many episodes, but they got material. They got material to do a lot, so fingers crossed. Okay. Um, Speaking yeah. of assassins, I don't know if Chancellor Manson assassin. No, you did good. That was good. That was yes, good. okay. Yeah. Hey. Speaking of assassins, let's talk about bullet train. You want to interest? Uh, sure. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for welcoming us onto your headphones. I'm Eddie. And I'm Shema reviewing Bullet Train. And, and this, this is the, roll the rollback. So, Bullet Train, the end of the line is just the beginning. Unlucky assassin Ladybug is determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs gone off the rails. Fate, however, may have other plans as Ladybug's latest mission puts him in a collision course with little adversaries from around the globe, all with connected yet conflicting objectives on the world's fastest train. So, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, this movie is fucking bonkers. This, this movie is like John Wick meets, um, I don't know, man, like John Wick meets Deadpool meets like a comedy meets like i don't know man there's so much to it like it's such a layered like this is the most quentin tarantino movie i've seen in a long time okay i mean it's not bad i'm not shit talking it i really like this film i really like this film uh nikki actually really liked it towards the end uh because we went to go watch it together and she she went because i was gonna go but in the end, we were both like, oh, this is actually really good. Um, so I guess let's start with the beginning. So Ladybug, uh, a codename Ladybug, uh, is an assassin, professional assassin, former professional assassin, Brad Pitt, who has taken a job to do just some light work, you know, smash and grab. Um, shit gets complicated real fucking quick. Um, there's, what, seven assassins on this boat on this train or wait one two three four five five assassins on this train uh yeah. and it's just one big collision course and i'm i'm genuinely scared to get into the story of this film because there's so much i know we're gonna forget stuff it's not if it's what are we gonna forget yeah um i had very low expectations for this honestly i forgot that it was coming out i just remember seeing the trailer every time i went to the theaters i and- love the trailer the trailer was fun. I'm not gonna lie. the The trailer was fun. So it was one of those movies that I figured, oh, when it comes out, like I might go see it. Like 
Oh, if I don't see it opening week, it's fine. I went to see it opening week. I went to see it opening weekend. Uh, I contributed. I helped. And so I went, and uh, and th- this movie is directed by uh, David Leach, who directed uh, Deadpool 2. He directed uh, Atomic Blonde. He directed uh, Hobson Shaw. He and, uncreditedly uh, helped her direct uh, John Wick. Oh, yeah. He he worked with Chad, uh, Chad Stahelski to do, to do this one. Um yeah, I'm not surprised because there's a lot of those movies in this, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, this movie is based on a book. I do know that. Um, and uh, I guess I was curious, you know, this, this this is, I saw the trailers and I was like, oh, this is kind of like a baby driver meets Deadpool meets Snipes Out meets, uh, you know, because it's constantly introducing characters and they all have code names and they're all, they're all, they all have like very different vibrant personalities. And uh, I do agree that I like the movie. I like the story. I like the characters. I like the jokes. Um, okay, no, I take that back. My only problem with the movie was jokes. Really? You didn't think yeah. it was funny? It's not that I think it was funny. It's just that it's funny not laugh out loud, piss my pants, shit my ass, uh, hilarious, like drop dead. What kind of fucking now, comedy are you watching, man? And see, here's the thing. The movie, I think, the movie thinks it's that kind of comedy. The movie feels like, oh my God, we're so funny. Laugh riot. When the, all their jokes, it's like, all, all, all their jokes are like, guy stabs another guy. Guy says, did you stab me? Like, that's the joke. That's the fucking joke. That, that's the only joke this movie has throughout the entire... I cannot believe you just laughed at my example of a bad joke. That does not... No, I, can, I remember the movie and his reaction like, did you fucking stab me? And then when he, when he posted, you ruined my life. Dude, I don't even know you. Like... Yeah, like, that's the joke. To, to me, it's, it's funny. This, yeah, it is funny, but like... That was the humor in Deadpool. That was the humor in Hobson Shaw. That was the hu- that was a little bit of the humor in, in, in Atomic Blonde. It's the same joke. It's the same joke over and over. And these are good actors. These are good performers. I feel like they wrote the movie and they were like, okay, here's where a joke is going to go. Let me write a sample joke and then we'll come back and punch it and we'll make it funnier. And they just never did it. They just left it how it was. Damn. damn. That is some damning words, my friend. Yeah, because... Like I said, visually, it's a pretty movie. Uh, it's well acted. Characters have charisma. Uh, it paces really well. It's two hours. It didn't feel two hours. It felt it feels a little less less than two hours. But yet, for some reason, the movie keeps insisting, like, maybe this time that we reference Tom as a tank engine, it will be funny. And it just never is. The one part, the one part where I, like, was pissing myself laughing was when Michael Shannon showed up. And that, that's just because Michael Shannon, just if I see him, it just creates that reaction in me. Like, he doesn't need to say anything. He's like Bill Murray. Like, he just shows up. I, I'm, I, I'm laughing already. Um, but when I saw him, oh, God, I was laughing. I was laughing so hard. Uh, but throughout the movie, I was like, I was like, I was smiling. I wasn't gut-busting laughing. Did, who's, who's the guy from, uh, from Aerosmith? The main guy, Steven Tyler. I thought it was Steven Tyler. <laughs> when I first saw like the hair, I thought it was yeah. Steven Tyler. I was like, "Son of a bitch, is Steven Tyler the bad guy?" And then I see his Michael Shannon. I'm like, "Oh, this was wildly different than what I was expecting." Um, but what's called? So no, so this movie, they go, 
there's so fucking much to it. I, I did yeah. like the comedy. I thought it hit. Um, but I want to talk about the characters for a second. This I was not, I didn't know this was going to be an ensemble cast. Like I thought Brad Pitt was going to be solidly like you know we're going to see everything through his eyes and we're going to witness everything through him. But no, we actually go through a lot of the backstory. We experience what the prince went through, Joey King, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Brian uh, Ty Henry as Tangerine and Lemon, respectively, their backstories and how they came up uh, with each other. Uh, we have Andrew Koji. I, I hope I'm not pronounced that incorrectly. As uh, the father, um, you know, we, we have so much going on, you know, throughout the whole cast. Michael Shannon as the White Dragon. We have Bad Bunny playing the wolf. So I'm like, the yeah. fuck? Um, we have, who else, who else, who else? Uh, we have... Those are Beats playing the Hornets. We have Logan Lermain, which is weird, plays the son. And and I've been avoiding his name because I know I'm going to butcher it. Harioki San, Sanadan? I'm sorry if I'm butchering yeah. that. I know I am butchering it as the elder. Um, but the whole thing, like this huge ensemble cast, we have a lot of character, but mostly, with a lot of backstory, uh, a lot of reasoning, and this convoluted plan that this son of a bitch made to get all these assassins on one train so he can kill them all one by one. Well, he let them kill each other and then he kills who's, whoever's left. Yeah. Uh, I figured the ensemble was going to be Brad Pitt, Bad Bunny, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, and Aaron Taylor Johnson and Joey King. I did not expect Michael Shannon to show up, did not expect Andrew Koji to be such a big part. Did not expect Sassy Beats to show up. I was really glad when I saw her. I really like her in, in, in Atlanta, and, and I've liked her in like everything that I've seen her. Uh, I miss seeing Logan Lerman and stuff. I fucking missed seeing him and stuff. Because he remember, remember the, the late 2000s, early 2010s? He was like king of the rom-com. Like, like, oh, my God, he was perfect. He was like white boy of the month every month. And... Um, and then uh, also um, we got a couple of fresh faces that we saw for like a little bit. Uh, we saw Karen Fukuhara, who is in The Boys. Uh, she was the... Uh, I didn't notice that. Nikki did. She, she's yeah. uh, Kimiko. But yeah. Yeah. She was the, uh, the, uh, she was the, the train girl who, who was in the waters. And uh, for what, a couple of seconds, we saw Massey Oka. He plays the, the train conductor who keeps telling Brad Pitt, like, get off. You don't have a ticket. Um <laughs> I love that. Every he, he's a guy that like if I see him on anything, immediately I just start squealing like a high school girl. Like he's I, I love him so much. If you grew up watching heroes, like you you know and love him. That's that's why I that's why I like him. But he was in there for like a second. She was in there for like a second. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Spoilers. Let's, let's get into it for a second. Logan Lerman is in it for like a second, and then he dies. Uh, Sassy Brown shows up. She dies. Um, Bad Bunny, who was highly highly promoted he's like the second biggest face on the poster he was on every trailer they showed his backstory in every trailer a second trailer that only played in mexico had one of his songs playing in the trailer i was like okay they're building him up two things about bad bunny in this movie one they killed him really fast and two good he was not good at acting. <laughs> i thought it was fine nikki actually felt sorry for him during his whole scene he That's is a like he's a good wedding he's a good singer he's a great artist his songs are fucking bangers stick to that 
I am sorry. I love him. I love his music. But Jesus Christ, the two, three minutes that he was on, every time that he would talk, oh, my God, he was so he was fine. He was fine. Okay, he was fucking fine. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, Bad Bunny, I mean, tragic story. Like, his whole family gets, like, massacred. He's not even after Brad Pitt initially, but he's like, oh, yeah, you were there too. But he's initially after the Hornet, who was, like, a late appearance. I knew the second that the Hornet got punched in the face, I was like, that's a bad guy. That has to be. That yeah. was too funny for it not to be. <laughs> And uh, also speaking of speaking of that, um, it's it's kind of interesting that, that this movie was directed by David Leach, who also did Hobson Shaw. Remember Hobson Shaw? Remember how that movie just kept pushing pam- cameos every like twenty minutes or so, like yeah. every twenty minutes? Like, uh, oh, here's Kevin Hart, here's Ryan Reynolds, here's uh, uh, Dame Helen Mirren. A- every couple of minutes, like a, a new cameo would just come out of nowhere. This movie did the same thing, and it did that thing that I'm starting to really dislike, where they just a character shows up, there's quiet, so that we, the audience, can go like, "Oh my God, it's Channing Tatum! What is he doing here?" And I gotta tell you, I'm getting very tired of that. I, oh God, like uh, they did the same thing, and then they did it at the end when Sandra Bullock shows up. And, yeah. we, and we're supposed to be shocked, like, oh, my God, she was the voice the entire time. She was in the trailers. Like, the trailer showed her talking directly to Brad Pitt, like, with, with a computer in front of her. Like, why were you hiding? Like, why are you saying this This was shocking? This was not. The, I'm sorry. This movie was supposed to be fun, and I am sounding like a grumpy old man. But, Jesus, a lot of the things in this movie just bother the fuck out of me. Like and they you do sound like a grumpy old man. man. You know what? I'm gonna second that negative opinion. You do sound like a grumpy ass old man. She I know. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why this this movie. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I feel like I've been so positive on every review, and then today I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this movie. Like <laughs> why though? Like no, this was a good funny movie. Was it like piss your pants funny? No, but it was good funny, good action. Uh, a great fucking story. Like, I'll be yeah. adamant about that one. Great characters. None of them are wholly good. None of them are wholly bad. Um, fucking Brad Pitt, the ladybug, like, the Lord knows how many essays there are going to be about, you know, this movie as far as his journey to understanding that there's no such thing as good luck, bad luck. It's simply your outlook on life and how that impacts you as a person. You know, it's the power of positivity. I appreciated the fact that he kept being like, you know what, man? We don't have to have conflict. We can just talk this out. Because you never fucking see that. He's actively you know trying to diffuse situations constantly. And I love you know that. that. That thing specifically, the fact that he just came back from therapy and he's applying everything. So that was like my favorite aspect of the movie. That to me was the most original and funniest shit in the whole movie. Like just the fact, and the fact that he would break every once in a while, like that part, it wasn't the trailer, but that part when he's in the quiet uh, train and the woman keeps shushing him and he just goes in a bag of dicks lady sorry sorry <laughs> sorry sorry anger issues like that oh my god and then at, at the end when he's fighting with sassy beats and he go and, and he goes sorry there i go mansplaining again i'm sorry like oh my god that was so funny that was the funniest part of the movie like honestly if you go see the movie for one reason watch it for that like that to me was the best part the part where he's like thing. do you want me to hold your hand yeah, the, some water. Like, like the fact that he just kept doing that the entire movie, like he, he never broke. That was great. 
That I thought was the most original aspect of the movie. Um, but everything else, I'm sorry, I felt it was aggressively mediocre. <laughs> What's called? Um, they, man, see, and I disagree. Like, for example, like, like Tangerine and Lemon, I love their relationship. Oh, yeah, they, they, they were great. When they when one died, Nikki cried. When the other one died again and like unalived, I was like, oh no! And she she was so tearful too because it's like their relationship was so genuine and nice, yeah. like truly brothers that loved each other. And then like you see that it impacts uh, Lemon that Tangerine, you know, died. Like they never got the chance to say goodbye, like truly goodbye. Like yeah. all those scenes were just like, oh, all I wanted at the end was for ta- was for Tangerine to come back to life. That's all I wanted in the end. I thought that was going to be that end credit scene. There was an end credit scene? Well, technically, it counts as an end credit scene, the part where uh, where Lemon kills uh, the prince with the tangerine oh, truck. On, oh, underwater? And then yeah. He, oh, okay, yeah. I did saw that. I, I, I did see that, yeah. yeah. Um, um, what do you think of yeah, I like as the, the prince? I think she but, acted good. I don't think the character was interesting i'll be honest she was basically Azula from avatar like, i love i love the part where she's like this was me i did this i am the white dead and he's like oh my god you're fucking you're you're what was it what do you say your personality disorder i don't remember oh, oh my god your narcissism the girl is okay. on the fucking wall and he's just yeah. like fuck you i am the white death and you will all die boom yeah um she is a great actress i i i am one of those people that are like ever since i saw her as a kid in the conjuring like i've known that she was cool um i've only ever known her as a kid in the conjuring man i can't see her as anything else i'm sorry i can't well good for you you haven't seen all three movies of the kissing booth uh lucky you i know i saw the first one i remember i was forced to watch the first one jesus uh, she did a movie I really liked, a little coming of age movie called Summer of 03. And uh, that one I really liked. Um, if you, if you, you know how we watch movies about the 80s and we're like, oh my God, the 80s. Well, guess what? They made a movie about the early 2000s. It's called Summer of 03. She stars in it and it makes you feel old. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think she's good. Um, she was good in this character. I believe her when she would go back and forth between like playing, oh no, innocent, like young girl to when she would play like dangerous, uh, manipulative, uh, evil That's character. Awesome. Like the true villain. She's the true villain of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to call this a story, I don't want to call this a story. It's, it's more like a random happenstance or like a crossing of the ways between all these characters. Well, I like, yeah. see any of these stories like like breaking down right the father yeah. trying to get revenge along with his uh with the elder right that's one story the wolf trying to get revenge that's a one story uh the white death avenging his 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 dead wife that's one story um the twins trying to rescue this dipshit son and get it back to his father that's another story the prince trying to deal with her father. Like, if you take any of these stories individually, it wouldn't work. You can't make a whole film about a daughter who just hates her father and wants her, wants daddy's love. But when you combine all these, like, independent stories into one intricate one where they all affected each other, they all hurt each other, they all helped each other, it makes for some fucking compelling storytelling on screen. 
granted, we don't get some interactions between some characters, but I'm not against it. I didn't want to see Bad Bunny's character fight Tangerine or Lemon. Now, what I thought was going to happen, though, was I knew they were going to have to deal with the White Death at the very end and his crew of assassins. I thought we were going to get a Samurai 7, a 7 Samurai moment where, like, all, all the assassins on the train have to team up to fight them. Like, all right, 7 versus an army. We can fucking do this. We kind of get that, sort of, in a weak way. But, like, I was expecting a lot more of a unison, you know, team effort. I really like that I didn't know where the story was going. Like, I didn't predict that the uh, the mascot character from the train was, you know, Sassy Beat the Hornet, the assassin. And I did really like the twist at the end that the whole time they wanted to kill him because they wanted the other hitman, like not Brad Pitt. They oh, Brad yeah. <laughs> that was a great bait and switch. Like, I got you, Carver. And he's like, Carver? You want to I'm not Carver, man. <laughs> I, you know, I love the part where uh, where the elder is telling him about the story of the ladybug, and it's like, well, technically, the ladybug in our culture isn't lucky. It absorbs the bad luck for seven other people. And he goes, that's a shit deal. <laughs> but if you count them, let me see what. Uh, there's the prince, Tangerine yeah. Lemon, the father, the elder, uh, the wolf, and the hornet. That's seven six. assassins. Seven. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, no, that's seven. Yeah. So Brad Pitt absorbed all their bad luck, technically, I guess. Um, and yeah, he fulfilled. And I love the fact that Brad Pitt wasn't intricate to the story to a point. At first, I didn't like it, but now I'm like, you know what? It's kind of interesting to actually see a movie pull the card of like, actually, it wasn't all about, it wasn't about this guy the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And it would make sense because, like, this is not like a hero's journey kind of thing. Like, this is just a character just going through the motions and going through stuff, and the motions are trying to kill him. So, so that's pretty fun. Um, like I said, the resolution, the story, it is good. It's just, uh, I just feel like it could have been something great or something unique. And I just don't feel like, since it's based on a book, I feel like they could make another adaptation of this book in like five, ten years. And that could come out even better. Like they would just... You never know. Like, you never know, yeah. Well, there were allegations of... Uh, do you want to touch on a, on a touchy topic? I'll do it because I have a, I have a good retort. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so the book, uh, since the book is Japanese, written by a Japanese author... Uh, the characters were all Japanese. So since the movie came out, people were like, well, what's up with this? Like, why are these characters not Japanese? Uh, it takes place in Japan. It's in Japan. It's in a Japanese place. The bullet train is almost exclusively Japanese concept. Uh, why are these characters Japanese? Why? Is, why? Um, I was thinking the same thing too. And then I talked to Jimmy about it, actually. Like after, after Jimmy watched it, we talked about it. And Jimmy brought up a good a, a good point, which is uh, well, Japanese Japan is a place where a lot of cultures clash. A lot of businessmen uh, go there, and like uh, they get crossed right there. And if I feel like if they're gonna do something like that and they're gonna put it there, it kind of makes sense that the cast is all kind of international. Like they come from everywhere. Uh, sure, Brad Pitt is like the white the whitey white white guy, uh, and so is. Uh, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Johnson, 
But I mean, he and uh, him and uh, Brian Terry Henry are playing like British characters. Bad Bunny is uh, Puerto Rican, but he is playing a Mexican for some reason in this movie. Um, um, I guess uh, Joey King is also what, what was her the accent that she was fucking doing in that movie? Uh, it was. Joey King? Oh, she was trying to be British to some to some degree. Kind of, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Andrew Koji and Hiroki Sanada, um, Japanese. So. Yeah, well, the cast, you know, they're not all Japanese. They are kind of playing characters from everywhere. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Like, it would uh, it would kind of make sense to, you know, branch it out and make them all even more distant than they were because since they're all strangers, the fact that they're all clashing, it would make sense that they're all from different places. So I'm not saying whitewashing is good. I'm saying... Um, the concept and how they decided to, to spin it um, did not work towards a negative way. I think it benefited. I think it benefited the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you'll be rewatching this movie in the future? Uh, possibly, maybe at some point, but not a uh, not super super um, not immediately. Did you ever see Bad Times at the at the at the old Royale, you know, Bad Times at the Casino Royale, something like that. Yeah, I did saw Bad Times at the Royale. Yeah, See, it this was, movie uh, reminds me of that movie. A great big ensemble cast, a lot of intertwined stories, all turn up into one. Yeah, I think uh, I think this one. I think this is a more accessible version of Bad Times at the Royale. When I saw Bad Times at the Royale, I called it a okay, a movie that you know clearly took a lot of inspiration out of something like Tarantino. Clearly wanted to be like that Tarantino esque movie. Um, I think this one is similar, but way more accessible. Like, I don't see uh, the everyday moviegoers seeing Bad Times at the El Royale and enjoying it. I think they're going to be like, oh my God, Thor is in this. And they're going to walk in and it's like, why is Thor acting like Charles Manson? I don't like this. Uh, it was good in it, though, but it's it, regardless. It was good. It, 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 it was good, yeah. Um, but I think this is like the most accessible version of that. Um, and like I said, it's good. It's just not great. Um, not everyone's cup of tea, but that's fair. Yeah. Um, um, I, I do live with good things. Like I like Brad Pitt and I like the Brian Terry Henry and Aaron Taylor Johnson. I like any movie that's set in Japan. I like, um, I like Sassy Beats. I like Masioka. I, I like that we got like a, like a bit of, I need a hero. But in Japanese at the end. Try it. I forgot about that. I like Michael Shannon. I like the aesthetic. And uh, I like the part where he said, uh, eat a bag of dicks, ladies. So, you know what? I'm coming out around. I do I do like it. I just don't love it. That's fair. I, I'll be honest with you. At this point, I think it's going to be on my top 10. Oof. Okay. I like I, that much. I, I like the story. I like I liked all the interweaving stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I also love okay. the fact that it wasn't another end of the world movie. Thank you. And it's also a movie that takes place in one place and in one night. It's so, a bottle yeah. episode. I forgot that it is. Yeah, that oh. that I did like, except for like the flashback stuff. I think uh, yeah, it all it all, it all you know keeps uh, connected at some yeah. point. So I did like that. You know, it is if it's uh, it, look. It's it's summer. It's hot as fuck outside. If you're gonna go into the movies to watch a movie and like be in the AC and enjoy like a nice cold coke, uh, 
Yeah, is this, is this is this the worst movie you could watch? No, that's the Minions movie. Watch this one. Oh, just did you watch the Minions movie? I did not. I skip it. I I'm, How I'm do you gonna know give the worst? my. You know what? It's probably not the worst. It's got a Phoebe Bridgers song in the soundtrack. That's gonna be enough to make me watch it. But I'm not gonna watch it in theaters. I hey, we, don't. We can watch it if you want. We can review it next. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Here's no, the thing. I'm doing that. Here's the thing. I don't have the energy to watch those movies in theaters anymore because kids go to go go to see them, and I cannot handle that. I can barely handle the people my age uh, yelling because like a random cameo showed up in a Marvel movie. Okay, so I'll wait for when it's on Netflix or somewhere else. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Do. Well, what are your final thoughts on this one? Or you know what? Let's we exit out and jump back in for final thoughts. Well, well, before anything, like let let, let me ask you, like, do you want to see? A, like, you you'll probably watch it again. Uh, do you see a sequel happening to this, or or not? Um, I'm gonna wait to answer that for another thirty seconds. <laughs> All right, we can just come Let's back see. to that. Yeah, um, every day, every movie that David Lynch does, it's like, oh my god, will there be a sequel? Will there be an Atomic Blonde 2? Will there be more Fast and Furious, Hubs and Shaw? Will there be Deadpool 3? There will be Deadpool 3, but not directed by this guy. So, do, what I do hope, you think? Yeah, I hope they do. Well, I don't know what they could do for a sequel. Like, I don't want them to, to fucking speed to this bitch, which is like Bullet Train, Sonic Jet. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Could they? Probably. They could, I'm sure they could find a way. Brad Pitt's Ladybug would find a way to be in a more fucked up situation. Um, but I don't think I want that. I think this is a great standalone film. I think we need more standalone films. And I agree. Is this the only one we're going to get? I'm happy. I agree. I bring it up because I feel like we talk about sequels on every episode and... I think we need more standalone stories and more standalone experiences. And this is a good one. This is one to have, you know, weirdly enough, I feel like this would have been a perfect movie for like streaming. Like, I don't think I earned a lot from watching this in theaters. Like if this would have dropped into like an HBO max or like a Netflix or something, I would have enjoyed the shit out of it. Uh, But I think it's because it's in theaters. I should have enjoyed it more and I didn't. I don't know why. I, I feel like the pandemic changed me. And now I'm like, I go to theaters to see like the big, big movies and the small ones. Uh, maybe like with smaller scale, maybe it's better for for home. Except for indies and A24 movies. I will see these, those in theaters like every single time. But only the biggest theaters. Exactly. Yeah. Or you can be like me and when they re-release an anime movie that you loved as a kid and you go watch it in theaters. Like I did. I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I would do the same thing. Like I did uh, when, when I saw Kiki's Delivery Service again in theaters. <laughs> Just, I, heard, I know the the oh God, Studio Ghibli series was going to be coming out. I think they were coming out with like one a month or whatever, two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That day when we went to do the escape room, we went to see Kiki's Delivery Service afterwards. Makes sense. Okay. It sense. was it was as cute as it ever was. What a fucking great movie. Um, speaking of, every time that, I, that I've been to the theater in the past like, couple weeks, uh, I get an ad for this new Dragon Ball super superhero movie that's going to come out. 
with like really ugly CGI. Are you gonna go see it? Yeah, I already bought tickets for me for any issue. <laughs> I bought premiere day tickets. I was like, "Fuck y'all, we're going." Uh, and no, we're not watching it uh, dubbed. We're watching it subbed because I'm not stupid. I want to enjoy my goddamn movie experience without reading. <laughs> Jesus, um, I have no idea what's happening in those. I, I I don't know how this happens, but like I am a weeb. And yet Dragon Ball is like the one thing that I can't get into my head. That's fair. It's not for everybody. The thing is, we grew up, it's so yeah. iconic that like, yeah. I'm going to go watch any movie that they put out. I, we went to go watch when uh, Dragon Ball, see, uh, what was the one, the Battle of the Gods? Yeah, oh, that one. That one, and, that one and Broly. F, saw it. Broly saw it. Um, I hope this one has fight scenes as good as the one with Broly. I hope. Supposedly, the final fight between Gohan and Cell is like amazing. So we'll see. Why does Gohan have glasses this time? He's always needed glasses. Oh, so Goku just, was just a Goku was just a bad father and never got got him glasses. Okay, got it. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Goku Chi Chi was a good mother and got him glasses. But no, so because he's a he's a scientist, he wants to prioritize family over training. But it's like, hey, Gohan, you, you can't run from this man. Like you're the strongest of all of us. We need you. Get your ass over did here. You, did you saw the meme that I sent in the in the rollback group chat? You're, who the fuck is Rockies? Uraraka, she's the she's the girl from My Hero Academia that will help her make things float. Um. So fucking Chi Chi could probably one shot that bitch. I'm just saying. Oh uh, yeah, but she she has more hits than Vegeta does. So that's fucked up. Uraraka's one percent is higher than Vegeta. Oh god. Okay. Uh, All right. So final, thoughts. final thoughts on Bullet Train. It's fine. It's, it's aggressively fine. fine. Okay, you know what? That's not fair. It's better than fine. It's just it's somewhere between fine and great. And it just aggressively stands there. That's fair. Does that makes sense. Yeah. No, I that, give it a three out of I it's give it a three out of five. Yeah, it it's middling. That's fair. You don't have yeah. to love it. Yeah, it's, um, it's 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 all right. Watch it end up in be, uh, end up being in my top ten at the end of the year. Just just watch. Maybe you'll grow to love it the longer you go. Maybe maybe I'll rewatch it during 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 the year. We'll see. Um, what do you think? This movie solid A actually. It might be in my top ten along with Prey. Like both movies were great. Both movies were highly entertaining. Both movies were grounded as much as they can be. As far as like the world's not ending, you're just watching a story. And I appreciate that. Did um, you watch Prey with the uh, with which dub? Because it has three dubs. Uh, English. I, I didn't watch it with the Comanche dub. I heard it has. Okay. It. That sounds badass, but no, I didn't see it with the Comanche dub. I might see it like that just to just to be like fully immersed. I might watch it like that and with headphones just to like fully immerse myself into that shit. Dude, it's really good. When you watch it, tell me what you think. Yeah, I will. I I it just got dropped into my uh, Star Plus account, so I'm gonna watch that as soon as I can. Um, yeah. So anything else? Bringing up about the bullet trains. Nothing at the moment. Uh, I'm not sure what we're reviewing next, but uh, I can't do I can't do Nope until like two weeks because that's when it comes out here, and I haven't seen it. That's fine. Uh, um, we we'll can't figure something do... out. 
Jesus, what's coming out? Uh, no, I got nothing. Don't worry, folks. Uh, we will have something to review next week. I swear, uh, we'll find something. Worst case scenario, we do the great man, and that's the worst case scenario, folks. <laughs> that is the worst case scenario. Okay. All right, so that, I think, will wrap it up for the Bulletin Review. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find us at YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, and we have movie reviews. We are on YouTube where you can see this guy's face, uh, not upside down, but on the right side, and he's reviewing uh, the movies. He's doing the reviews of the movies. Um, when I have a feeling that I'm going to secure a good guest for the next couple of weeks. Uh, but we'll see. I will. I will Let's let you know on that um, if it works out. Uh, but that should cover everything. I want to thank you all for coming. My name was Chema, and I've been Eddie. And this was this the Robot. Signing off with a reminder to go to therapy. The people that you board the train with will thank you. Bye, everybody. <laughs>